Welcome to Part of Unknown. Your name is? The Jingle of Eight. Your name is? Michael Davis. Your name is? Rick Kane. And today on Parts of Unknown, we celebrate our favorite films. So what we're going to do, we're going to do this in three, we're going to do this in three levels. One, we're going to talk about what is our favorite film and why. Okay? Yeah. The second level is if that movie was not made, what would we be missing because our favorite film doesn't exist? Okay? Okay. And then the third level, I want to challenge us all to say what would be missing from us if everyone else's film didn't exist. So, like, whatever your favorite movie is, Ricky, Hunter and I both also have to say what's missing from us if that movie's not here. Okay. All right, cool? Cool. What is that? A chocolate-covered donut that you shoved in your mouth while that we're talking? I haven't eaten anything today. This is the and first thing i And you know what? You've done some big work. You've held the cat down. You, you had to take care of the cat. But honestly, I was, and ser seriously, I was her throne. The, you were the cat's throne. Important work. Mm -hmm. The the thing that's really important you did help me with, with, ripping those bushes out. Yeah. You cut that time in half for me, so I really appreciate it. Whoa. Single H, all he's doing is karate and their uh, horses and all that stuff. <laughs> Lazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what are you even doing karate, right? Yeah, you stand there, watch the air, talk like that. Say, say, say random assortments of syllables in the air. Oh, oh, e. ah. You know what? Single H will kill both of us in our sleep. Ah, uh, maybe. I keep a bat by my bed, so. Yes. All right, let's jump to it. Who <laughs> be by your bed? Single H, do you want to defend yourself, or you want to just move along? Let let move along. All right, movie. Favorite movie. Favorite what, movies. Favorite movie and why? Who wants to go first? Let's draw straws. I'll go first. Okay. Clerks. Clerks. My favorite movie is Clerks. It is not. It is not. But you know what? Here's the deal. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I have to pick Clerks for my theorem to work. My favorite movie is Chasing Amy. Okay, but okay. I have to say Clerks. I love Chase and Amy, but I will get into that when I talk about what I'm missing from my life. So for the theorem that I want to present for this conversation to be effective, mm -hmm. I'm going to say Clerks. Okay. If, yes. Um, with that same logic, because honestly... I, I'm a movie lover. I don't discriminate against movies. I just I just love movies. Oh, I, I so it's hard for me to choose like a favorite because there's movies I'll watch on repeat. But if I had to choose, it's really a tie between The Princess Bride and The Avengers. Mm -hmm. So with your same logic, I think I have to choose The Avengers. Okay. I'm okay. actually now between Clea. Conversation before <laughs> Alright, Hunter, you're gonna have to pick one out of the three. What um, is the but three I list? am gonna go for the main one that we did talk about, which is the Batman. Okay, you're gonna go with the Batman. 
let's say that right. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Following the line of new DC movies where you just put the word the in front of the title. Yes, and make them the better. <laughs> make them better. And make them better. Who knew? The word the makes a lot of things better. The Suicide Squad. The That's a fun movie. The Peacemaker. The Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, I didn't need the. Stargirl does not need it. The Flash. The Stargirl. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Superman. The Superman. Okay. So, Hunter. Yes. What is it? What would be missing from your life if the Batman, the Batman, was not made? What would be missing from your life? Jedrick Diggory not becoming Batman and becoming the best actor I think I've ever seen him. Okay, so Hunter is a Batterson fan. A Batterson fan? Hunter is a Batterson fan. So what's met what would miss in your life is the existence of a go between, a tie. A twi- tie between <laughs> a twilight between Harry Potter and the Batman universe. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll allow it. So, that you would be missing that connection. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to jump to point three. So, let's go ahead and join in film by film. Okay. Ricky, what would be missing from your life if the Batman did not exist? I, I kind of have to agree with Single H. I when we were watching that movie, I was watching it the other day too, and I really thought about it. That's when I really saw like Batman for me. Like I was like, that's Batman. I love the Dark Knight, and I love Christian Bale's Batman, and like Adam West's Batman. But like when I saw like the Batman, when I saw Christian, ba- Christian, one of the a Brit a British actor's interpretation of Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I was like, that's Batman. Yeah. That's Batman for me. Okay. So I'll share what would be missing from my life. Everybody knows my Batman is the White Knight. Is the Bright Knight, excuse me. The Bright Knight, Adam West. I laugh at me. I did not mean that. But you know, the the Bright Knight. Yes. Adam West is my Batman. When I saw Batman Begins and Batman comes swooping out of the darkness, at that moment I said, Dear God, that is Batman. That is Batman. The Dark Knight uh, enigma, the urban legend mm-hmm. that sweeps out of the darkness that, no, that only the evil actually sees. So we get to Batterson. Okay? And we get a guy that's holding a torch in front of Gotham, leading them to safety. And at that moment, I got a blend of Bale and and West. That's what I would be missing if the Batman didn't exist. 
the blend between the Batman I fell in love with as a kid and the interpretation of that's Batman. So that's that's what would be missing for me. Okay. So Hunter Hunter cannot participate in mine. Oh yeah, yeah, not yet. You have to wait a couple. You have to wait a while. So I actually <laughs> want to go to you next. All okay. right. Because Hunter can participate in yours. So go ahead. Am I describe? Uh, so what the is, what is missing in your life? If the Avengers and are you talking about the first Avengers movie or are you talking about if they didn't make Iron Man? What are you what well, are you no. talking about? I'm not I'm not a big Iron Man person, but I just mean like the Avengers. Okay. Because I asked that question because in my interpretation, Iron Man from Iron Man to of what is the last Avengers movie? A- Endgame. Endgame. Iron Man the Endgame is one movie. That, God bless. It all tells one complete story for yeah. me. So you are you are saying the first team up movie when they finally get to that first team up, the Avengers. You're talking about that. Yeah. You're not talking about Phase One. No, I'm not talking about like the the Infinity Saga. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Now I know how to participate. Go ahead. Yeah. I just, I think a big, like, chunk of me would, like, a big superhero part of me would not be the same. That movie, when that movie came out on DVD, because I could, by that time, you guys weren't taking me to see the Marvel movies in theaters. Not quite yet. No. But, like, when we got it on DVD, and we watched it for the first time, like, I brought it with me everywhere. We went, and I would always watch that movie. It was either, like, that movie or Brave or the Scooby-Doo wrestling thing. But I think it was mostly the Avengers. And I would watch that on repeat. I watched all the behind-the-scenes things on the DVD. Uh-huh. Like, I was the only movie I watched for an entire summer. I memorized that movie. I could probably, like, take you step-by-step step through that whole movie. Yeah. I think, and it would just, like, a big, like, geek part of me would be missing without that essential like marvel thing like i don't i've watched like i watched i about the two iron man movies and thor and captain america but like that was the first thing that was like i am obsessed with these these superhero movies because like i grew you know i grew up with superheroes you had us like grow up and i know Superman or Batman or Captain America Wonder in your Woman, face, Wonder like, Woman, all my life from day one. But that was like my first like superhero thing that I that I chose. It wasn't. It wasn't me shoving West Reed and Carter in your face. That no, the original tri- Trinity. The, the original Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I this this I'm good. This is my first. Thing that really hooked me to Marvel and was like, this is my first big superhero movie. Right on. So I think like. All right, you're talking right now, so you should have the microphone. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so you know, like I'm trying to describe it. It's like parents feed you food all the time, but like one food's your favorite. Like they introduce you to everything, but like one food's your favorite. Like that. That was like that's my favorite food. So 
for, for me and my universe, it's the conversation I have with parents. It's, yeah, your kids don't like church because you're shoving it at them. And they need to find their church for them to find their connection to it. Your connection, your, your connecting points to superheroes wasn't me showing Batman 66 over and over again. It was, holy crap, Captain America, Iron Man, Trouble Hope, Black Widow, yes. My fave. Natasha. Natasha Romanoff. Romanoff, yeah. I get it, because that's how you found your connection to their stories. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Single H. Are you yeah. done? I didn't know. I'm not going to jump ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Like, as I'm a huge geek, but that was my first thing that was, like, mine. Single H, what is missing in your life if there was not the Avengers? Not really anything. It would probably the good days of Ultron. <laughs> Let me on it. That's probably what would happen. Yeah, I I get that because like I was I literally grew up like on these movies and Single Age was still like itty bitty when that movie came out so I don't don't think you have a lot of like idea of the first time we all watched it together. Yeah. Wow, you know what? That is a cool perspective because I let me let me try to answer Hunter's question. If that movie didn't exist. Hunter's perspective of heroes would not exist. Hunter's full perspective of superheroes is phase one. Is the is the endgame saga. Yeah. And that yeah. because you existed pre Iron Man, Ricky. Yeah. And you so you had the Linda Carter Wonder Woman. You had the the George Reeves, Chris Reeves Superman. You had the Adam West Batman. And I don't think that you would have had... I don't think you would have had a superhero done if it was just them. But, like you said, you found it through these movies. That's all that Single H has ever had. That's that's a, that's a pretty cool perspective to kind of juggle with. That's your only perspective of superheroes is the... Is the Infinity Gauntlet saga? Yeah, the Infinity Saga. And yeah. I'm like, I, I have other perspective. It's not for like RPGs. It's not for seeing it in full live action. It's for envisioning you, how they look in your mind. And you are a huge Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. Yeah. You're a huge Grant Gut Gustin super uh, Flash person. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think. What would the show? I introduced you guys to Supergirl, but I'm like, I'm gonna watch Flash, but it's like gonna be on my own, and you guys are not touching my face. Yeah, but I like Flash too. Yeah, but I would more like the the show I watch on my own when I that's, need a break. That's fair. We don't have a CW. We we don't have a relationship with CW superheroes. Without single H getting into Supergirl. Yeah. 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 What are you gonna say, Rick? Uh, nothing. I'll, I'll talk about it later. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, after you give your perspective because I just thought of something else too. For me, it's hard because for me, 
that whole that whole franchise is one movie. So I I don't have a do pers- like I don't have a perspective minus Iron Man and Phil Coulson pulling the team together. For me, that's all one big movie. And for me, just as much as seeing Christian Bell swoop through the sky as Batman, it it took Chris Evans being Steve Rogers that finally gave me my Captain America. Because I existed when they made the TV movies, the Captain America's TV movies. And it was him riding around on a motorcycle fighting evil in town to town. And that wasn't Captain America. That that wasn't Adam West. That was, oh my God, well, at least it's a superhero thing. Yeah. This was a real story of Captain America. And for me, Captain America, the first Avenger, I know that Iron Man and the Hulk came first, but I think that story really started with Captain America, the first Avenger. And it helped me. Those movies are about watching Captain America grow through his superhero number. All the way to the end, to the last movie where Steve Rogers hands the shield over to uh, Sam Wilson. To Sam Wilson. For me, those movies, every one of those movies is about Captain America. Do you get that? Yes, I get that. Yeah. And also, Love story of Captain America. And I, and I'm sorry, you can come back to me. It's just as much about Iron Man. And if you watch the movies, the Marvel Universe is flat out says it's this about is about Iron, Iron Man. It's all about Iron Man. That's but, all. That's all. Yeah. But for me, it was always about Captain America. Say, say it now. Say oh, it. I was just gonna say, I, yeah, I'm not a big Iron Man person, but they do really make it all about Iron Man because that was like their first movie. But yeah, that whole it's kind of like reading like one super big like novel. Yeah. Like uh like a Harry Potter series. The it's the Infinity series of the Marvel universe. That's you get like all like the characters growing and gr- growing each movie until like the big final novel where their stories conclude. Yeah. And for me, I mean, it was like a 1950s movie for me. It was the, the we learn about the origin of the hero, and at the end of the movie, the hero kisses his, the love of his life and and sets off into the sunset. So for me, that whole franchise for me was Captain America. So yeah. So bef- now you were gonna say something else. Yeah, I was gonna say something else because I was thinking about it, and I like when Hunter was talking about the CW, and I was like, haha. Like, I started off with DC and branched into Marvel, and Hunter started off with Marvel and branched into DC, mm-hmm. and then I was thinking about, like, and all I the love- other superhero movies and TV shows that are out there, and I really thought, beside, like, the Dark Knight movie, like, the second Christian Bale movie, The Dark Knight, I don't think superheroes, the superheroes and superhero movies would have as much, like, respect and, like, 
acknowledgement in media and in the movie industry without the Avengers. It really took the the Avengers changed superhero movies. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna have to say I'm like yeah. Definitely, but I love how you went toward, like, the light heart in it. And I went a little bit more, like, I like this. There's, yeah. there's a lot more. What is, what is going on in their brain? Yeah. What, what is all the dark stuff? What? I did see a meme that said DC stands for depressed characters. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Between Bell and Cavill... <laughs> I, I, and Batterson. God and bless. Batterson. And Batterson. Grunge Batman. Grunge I, emo Batman. I get it. I get it. But is Wonder Woman depressed? No, no. gosh, no. Yeah. She's the she's the whole reason that everyone was like, oh heck yeah, DC they, again is because of Wonder Woman. They repackaged Batman versus Superman because of Wonder Woman. Yeah. The yeah. extended cut, I noticed it on our My Movies Anywhere, because we have both of them. Mm-hmm. The extended director's cut has Wonder Woman big front and center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. She makes everything with it. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. <laughs> no. Hunter, but we're getting yeah. into a part of the conversation that you can't join in. Because you, okay. you haven't been in this universe. So, Hunter... Is there any last words that you need to say about the Batman? Or any last words about the Avengers? Like the Avengers, they're two superheroes that are really... Well, three, if you count um, Wanda Maximoff still. I And I... You guys reinstate it and you do it a couple times throughout the year that I used to... I got into Doctor Strange. I think that it's like on my top ten list for Avenger movies. Out of the movies I thought you were going to pick, I would have not have picked The Batman. I was either going to pick either Doctor Strange or Beetlejuice. Yeah. And you were deeper into Beetlejuice than any movie ever. But, But it didn't change your life though, did it? Sometimes you got a favorite movie that doesn't. It's just your favorite movie. It's like brain candy. Yeah. That's Beetlejuice for you, right? Yeah, and Doctor Strange is that movie that I go to if I need a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. I can cry on that movie's shoulder. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So mine is a movie that Single H has no connection to. Because it's not in his spectrum yet. My, I shared earlier my movie is Clerks. But here's why I need to say Clerks. Kevin Smith has to make Clerks so that Chasing Amy exists. Mm. There's so much that happened because Kevin Smith made Clerks that made Chasing Amy happen. The first thing is Kevin Smith took a huge chance in making a movie. I mean, he gambled huge to make that movie and made it. So, he made that movie. He learned he could make that movie. He learned he could make movies. And he learned that movies are not easy. And he learned that they were a gamble. 
Okay. Okay. So his next movie is Mallrats, and Mallrats fails in the. It's a. It's a. Because they, they made a theatrical release, right? The, the theatrical. The theatrical release was a failure. Yeah. It's second life in video rental and DVD sales has made it a success. Has made it Rocky Horror. But as much as Rocky Horror created the Midnight Movie, yeah. Mallrats created second life rental and DVDs. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's one of the, it's a it's a it's a good example of a cult film. Yes. So if Kevin Smith doesn't get the perseverance from making clerks he quits making movies after Mallrats I say that Yeah. so it's that perseverance that pushed him to still make Chase and Amy and Chase and Amy is a real crucial movie in my life Chase and Amy was the first Kevin Smith movie I saw I didn't watch Clerks, Small Rats, Chase and Amy. I did not watch them in order. My first Kevin Smith movie is Chase and Amy. So are you ready? Yes. If Chase and Amy does not exist in my life, I don't have the first moment in my life where I start to have the conversation within myself about LGBTQ equality. Okay? Mm-hmm. You've seen Chase and Amy. I've seen Chase and Amy, yeah. That that movie taught me it's about love. It's not about anything, but if you love a person, that's a person you love. And that sparks the inner conversations in me that helps me gain a better understanding of LGBTQ issues. Because I watched that movie and I realized, you know, why can't she fall in love with a girl and then also fall in love with Ben Affleck? Yeah. Because there's qualities about people that we fall in love with. I like girls, but I don't like every girl. So I already understand it's about qualities. It's not about a a gender. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say it, okay? Okay. Like you being bi. Yeah. I get it. Because it's not about it's not about agenda, it's about qualities. So that's what's missing in my life if I don't watch Chase and Amy. I do not get to the place where I'm already developing an understanding of LGBTQ equality without watching Chase and Amy. Okay. Ricky, okay. you've seen the movie. I have. What is missing in your life? So let's get to it. The movie you pick clerks or mall click pick clerks or Chase and Amy. I had to start with clerks, but yeah. my movie is Chase and Amy. I will yeah, I think the first Kevin Smith movie I saw was Yoga Hosers. And then I saw Dogma and then Tusk and then I started watching now I'm watching them all in order. Uh-huh. Um, I... And by the way, we will finish that podcast series very soon. Yeah, we watched, <laughs> we watched Clerks 2 last night. Yeah. Um, I would say, it, uh, like, a bonding experience between you and me have gone, like, 
experiencing those movies together. Um, I think also like a different perspective would also be gone too. Like I think Clerks is like an essential movie. I if I had to say everyone should watch a, a movie list that everyone needs to watch, I would put put Clerks on that because it's a it's a good movie that just shows like the relationship between two people and how they like go through and work through a hard day but still like are still good friends together mm-hmm. um and, and I, clerks they they to also i'm sorry no listen, yeah you're good to also be so close that you can get in a literal fist fight with someone mm-hmm. and still walk away friends yeah yeah and you got, and then you see like all of like them like grow through all the different movies. It's it's a nice independent. I'm gonna say independent, but not it is, really. It is but, an independent yeah, movie. It's a it's a really good independent movie that like you gotta watch it to appreciate it. Yeah. And I was chasing Amy. I watched it. I did really like that. I think especially in its time frame. It was, it's the only LGBTQ movie in that time frame that I've seen that, like, shows them as, like, not eccentric or, like, all over the place. Like, they're just normal people that happen to have, like, this a part of their, part of their personality, a part of, like, that's just the quality of them is that they happen to be bi, they happen to be a lesbian. Alyssa Jones is a comic book artist. Mm -hmm. And she's not a stereotype. I love how he avoids the stereotypes and yeah. Alyssa Jones. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a 90s movie that doesn't rely on stereotypes. They're just people and this happens to be a quality about them. Mm-hmm. Except for that beginning movie. Except for the beginning of the movie. This is funny. But Well, Nat X Nat X has some has some flame. Yeah. But even he's not a stereotype. No. Yeah, he's not, in in real life. He's not, but yeah, his but his persona that he he has a part of his character. Isn't that when he goes in front of people? Yeah, <laughs> isn't that funny how he plays into the stereotype for the profit? Yeah, yeah, take advantage of it. <laughs> yeah. So, what's missing? What's missing from you if there's no Chase and Amy? I think missing out on just experiencing like kevin smith and his full like range of movies uh-huh. not just two people that work in a convenience store talking about stuff like, <laughs> like it's a, clerks and yoga hosers yeah. and, <laughs> uh-huh it's just, and it's like it's an i got to experience like a genuine like nice love story mm-hmm that isn't like your stereotypical one like it's people and you get to see them at their highs and lows and how like they still like really love each other and they're able to work through their differences and live with each other through it Mm -hmm. all through all the awkward parts and everything Mm -hmm. so hunter i have figured out how to pull you into this conversation do you do you know what how things would be different if i had not seen chase and amy there would be less understanding between me and Ricky being LGBTQ. Exactly. 
I grew up in a culturally insensitive place, okay? I grew up being told gay is sin, okay? Being grown up that way, being told that, being told that by my preacher, okay? Gives me this perspective of this is bad. And it was Kevin Smith and Jason Amy that for that introduced me to think about it. Because the way he presents that, they this is parts of unknown. Yes, right? parts of unknown. Alright, so they just weren't screwing around. She had she didn't just screw around. She was in love with the blonde girl at the concert. She falls in love with Holden and and has her connection. The, everything she, Alyssa Jones does is her growing through her emotions to experience it. And, and I was like, why is that bad? And it went back to me, why can't we fall in love with qualities and not genders? I, and, and again, I don't love every girl that I see. Now, there's some people that I was in high school with that might try to disagree with that because I tried to date every girl that would talk to me. <laughs> but you don't fall in love with every girl you see. It's the qualities. So that that mindset falling in place way before either of you was ever born helps me be an understanding parent for transgender Hunter Mills, for bisexual Rick Kane, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, music, man. My music, a lot of good songs come from the viewers universe. Yeah. Like um, Soul Asylum. Soul and- Asylum, yeah. I forgot that there was a Smashing Pumpkin song in Clerks 2. <laughs> but it's it's great. So, we're going to get this out today, so I'm going to go ahead and throw a plug. September 13th in theaters, Fathom Events. September 13th and 18th, Clerks 3. Mm-hmm. Rick Kane and I will go and enjoy that. I'm excited to see the end of the Clerks trilogy because we ended on a, a high note in Clerks two with them, like and like like oh my gosh, I can't um, form words. Them ending in like a happy moment as a big family and getting, getting the, the stop back and everything. Back. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that was fun. That was Parts of Unknown for this week. Your name is... Hunter Mildred, your name is... Rick Kane, and your name... Michael Davis. Have a week.